We are back. What's up? It's Danny D. Episode two of my still nameless podcast. Yes, I do not have a name yet, but uh, hopefully that changes by the end of the show. Okay, you might be able to help me out with that. And I'll tell you exactly why you just got to stick around for that. Okay, it is Friday, November 20th. I'm still coming down from that Jeezy and Gucci battle last night. I'm still clutching my pearls because you know I thought something was going to pop off. Everybody thought something was going to pop off. All 1.8 million of us that will watch it. But I'll tell you this, after all the madness, they definitely won for the culture, for ATL, for hip hop, for all of that. And, you know, everybody's picking who they think won. But I just, man, they both brought back like some dope times for me. So shout out to them for doing that versus shout out to them saluting each other at the end of the night because we definitely thought that something was going to pop off. But listen, a lot has changed since my very first episode, Danny D's Nameless Podcast Part 2. Hopefully, we'll have another name. And actually, today, I'm not by myself. I have one of my best friends with me. Her name is Elle Beasley. So let's get her into the room because I'm doing video and also recording audio. So let's get my girl Elle Beasley in here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl. Hey. How is you? I am great. I cannot complain. Hey, I'm alive. I'm healthy. What can I complain about, right? Ugh, won't he do it? Definitely during this time, during a pandemic season. So my girl, Elle Beasley, is here with me. And I just thought that I would have one of my best friends, my little sister, on this episode too. Um, we definitely miss each other. We haven't seen each other in months since May, since she helped me move uh, from Indy back home to the Chicagoland area. So, you know, we talk almost every day. And okay. I'm like, why not share my girl, my bestie with the world? So L Beasley, welcome to the Nameless Podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. I, I don't think it's going to be nameless for long, to be honest with you. Um, I feel a name coming. I feel a name coming. But regardless of what it's called, I'm just thankful to be on, on your podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, no problem. And you know what? I gave them a little sneak peek before I introduced you that um, they might be helping me pick a name. So uh, <laughs> they need to stick around for that, though. Okay. So don't y'all go anywhere. Uh, so listen, Lauren, I just want to tell people, for the people who do not know how we even became besties, we've only known each other for three and a half, going on four years. Mm -hmm. And we met each other um, because of Indy and Radio 1. So quickly, we'll just talk about our girl, AC. I was moving from Chicago to Indy to do afternoon drive. And I worked with AC in Chicago. You worked with AC in your hometown, Detroit. Yep. And she basically on a Facebook post said, look out for my girl, Danny. She's on her way to Indy. Yeah. Like, what was your thoughts when she said that? I mean, I thought it was interesting because, you know, AC didn't do that often. Um, but at the same time, that spoke values to me because it was kind of like, okay, this is somebody who you think is important to know, maybe not necessarily just in a business way, maybe personal. So the fact that she was connecting us so early and the fact that me, you had never met, you know, chatted, met, didn't follow each other, nothing, and her to just connect us, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever you need. If you tell me to look out for her, I'm gonna look out for her. That's what's up. Shout out to AC for that connect, because I feel like she knew something the universe told her, like, these two are gonna be cool. Oh yeah, she's AC the plug for real. She 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 knows some things. She knows some things. <laughs> definitely the plug. So shout out to our girl AC. We definitely love her. 
Um, but after that introduction, you know, when I got to the station, you were super sweet. You came down, talked to me because, I mean, you had to introduce yourself to me because you were the um, online editor. So you had to, you know, introduce yourself. And when you did, it was like, oh, she's cool. She's cool. So I don't know. We just clicked after that. And then we started talking. And then you're like, so where are you going to live? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to live such and such. And you were like, what? Yo, same place. What are the odds? And then to make it even better, not only same place, but we ended up being on the same floor, what, 10 doors down from each other? Exactly 10 doors down. We were tripping. And you said when your mama found that out. Oh, well, she found out. She was like, Lauren, I'm telling you, it's, this is fate. It's some, I don't know what y'all relationship is going to be. It might blossom to one of the greatest friendships you will ever have. She's like, I don't know. But I'm telling you, this is this is a meant to be moment. MTB as TLC. Meant to be. <laughs> yes, girl. And it definitely was. Like after that, shout out to you and Shivana helping me move in. Uh-huh. Certain things I just never forget because, you know, I was going through some things at that time. But um, you and Shivana were definitely there for me on the moving tip. And then after that, we started hanging out because your birthday came along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hung out for Cinco de Mayo. Couldn't find a Mexican spot in Indy. So rough. where do we go? Chili's. Chili's. We went to Chili's out of all places to grab us some margarita and some tacos because we couldn't find a Mexican spot. And Andy, after being there for all these years, well, when I was there, I realized there were hella Mexican spots to go to. So, oh, yeah. We found a few, few good spots. Oh, my goodness. We did. And then after that, we just started kicking it heavy. Shout out to one of our other besties, big sisters, Veronica. That's our heart right there. Um, she big actually. Goodness. Yes, she started hanging out with us and just, it's a long story, but uh, her and our fat five girls, Danielle and LaCoya, we all started hanging out, kicking it super heavy. And Lauren, real quick, talk about, because you said you hadn't really had like a a real solid core group of girlfriends. No, no, I hadn't. No, um, you know, middle school through high school, I was always cool with everybody, you know, had plenty of associates, as I called them, you know, you know, classmates who you see outside of class and they were school and you're like, hey, but it was never any true friendships. So I'm forever thankful. Oh, somebody play the violin. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel the exact same way about you guys. You guys, you know, y'all know I was going through a lot during that time when I first moved to Indy, didn't know how I was going to make it in Indy, but God brought you all to me at the absolute right time so shout out to god always (laughs) my god and you know as well it's hard to find other women who are uplifting and support you and aren't jealous and so the sisters who are blessing to other women just like our girl our new vice president elect Kamala Harris okay Do you know, when I did my first episode, we were in the voting stage. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have President-elect Joe Biden, whose birthday is today. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Girl, you ain't know that. (laughs) You want to keep it up? Is that my house phone? Y'all. So if you didn't know, I'm going to leave this in here because that's hilarious. I'm back at home with my family. So my mama, she will not get rid of her landline because she's like, if something happens to these phones or if power goes out, I'm going to keep my phone. I'm not mad at mom for being prepared. She a real. If she want to keep paying extras for that little bill, then go right ahead. <laughs> okay. But that's what y'all heard in the background. My bad. That was cute, though. That was cute. <laughs> Leave that in there. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about, L. Beasley. What was I saying? You're talking about 
our new VP, girl. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We were talking about our new VP and our president-elect Joe Biden, um, whose birthday is today. 78 years old. He's the oldest. He's going to be the oldest president in the United States, but he said that is not stopping him, boo. So happy birthday to uh, president-elect Joe Biden and our girl Kamala Harris, Lauren, when you <laughs> found out, because everybody, of course, is like, oh, relief, no more Trump. Um, <laughs> you know right. <laughs> happy about joe biden but girl i know when you and me were talking we were like but kamala though like that made us feel a whole different type of way so how did you feel when you you know found out that they uh, won honestly it brought out an emotion that i wasn't expecting and, and it really didn't hit me until they kind of made their speeches you know at the end of the night um i, I you know once like you said once you saw it it was more they're like okay we did it we did our part or at least the first of our part with you know doing our part going out and voting and getting them elected this is great all right people have spoken in a number of ways but the people have spoken and we got what we wanted but then on the flip side as i watched her speak and i heard her say while i may be the first woman in this office i will not be the last because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities it mm. brought out an emotion in me that i was kind of like she is the first of her kind she's the daughter of a jamaican father an indian mother mm -hmm. she's an hbcu grad She's a member of the Divine Nine. She's the first African-American, first Asian-American to be elected as the vice president to the most powerful country in the world. And it was just like, you can't tell me that God is not real. And you can't tell me that we are not capable of doing anything we want to do when we set our minds to it. And to me, she embodies what Nelson Mandela always preached, which was you be the change you want to see in the world. And we did our part by going out to vote. But mm -hmm. to know that she's going to do her part, she's been doing her part, but she's going to continue to do her part. Not just for our country, not just for today's citizens, but future citizens. And it just it hits you hard to have a female is an amazing thing, but to have a female president who looks like me and you. Looks just like us. Looks just like us, has our skin tone. Yes, she has multiple uh, races and cultures that in her blood, but at the end of the day, she represents us and she's representing us to not only our world, our country, but the entire world. So it's just an amazing thing. And it just brought so many emotions. And honestly, I still find myself just shaking my head like God is good. And I can't wait to see what her and Joe, you know, get started with obviously the pandemic will be first, but you know, just what they're able to do in the next four years. And for all we know, she might be the next president in four years we don't know how dope would that be i mean a girl is crazy like you said the feelings that you get because i know for me i was on uh instagram and i see this meme and they show all these emojis of the old white men did you see that it's a whole yes. thing of old white men as vice presidents in this country and then you get boom pop of color and she's yeah. a woman so that's yeah. just super powerful we had our first black president and mm -hmm. now we're going to have our first VP, Black woman, woman of color, because she's also uh, Indian, mm -hmm. South Asian. So shout out to our girl Kamala. Can, can we get a hand clap? Man. But girl, yeah. So that, you know, like I said, a lot of things have happened since my very first episode, uh, Kamala and Biden. And now we have former President Barack Obama <laughs> and his memoir, girl. Oh yeah, I can't. I already ordered mine. It should be here hopefully, the, if not this weekend, hopefully early next week. I am so excited. What's the name of his book? I just keep calling it his memoir. It's actually, uh, it's called A Promised Land. A Promised Land. Oh my goodness. Yes. It, it kept slipping my mind. Okay. So I cannot wait to read that. And he's been doing his book tour. You know, he's had his interviews. Um, I, I was amazed by the production, but more than anything, I've just been so impressed with his wisdom, his words of encouragement, 
you know, just throughout, like you said, even throughout this whole process with voting and et cetera, social justice, but even just recently talking about his book it is always about making a better America, making a better world. It's all about equality, inclusion, and so much more. So it's just always amazing to hear him speak, which is why he will forever be our president and Michelle Obama will forever be our for, uh, forever first lady. Uh, yes, it, he's just everything. And, and what was it that he said about Michelle Girl when he was doing his, his interviews? Because they were asking, would he be a part of Biden's cabinet? And mm-hmm. she, he was like, he was like, no, nah, Michelle will leave me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I, don't, I mean, he left, but I'm pretty sure, like, I know you probably felt too. I felt the truth behind that. I mean, we kind of got a glimpse of it when we watched um, Becoming, her documentary on Netflix, and, you know, mm-hmm. what I, she kind of shared that, like, you know, it was an amazing eight years, and she is forever proud of it, but we also know, and I mean, there are probably levels that we don't know. It's so much, you know, like we said, it's, for some people, they look at this job as, oh, it's so grand. You're the president, you're the first lady, you're in the mm-hmm. White House, everything at your beck and call. And it's just like, no, at the end of the day, this is a job. This is a responsibility. Not again, not only to our, just our country, but as part of the world, you have a responsibility. So to think about all he's had to endure and then their family has had to endure that we didn't see behind closed doors, I could totally, totally understand him saying that comment. No, but for real though, shout out to uh, both Barack and Michelle, forever gonna love them, forever president, forever first lady, and you know, Obama celebrating his memoir. And he actually said something that really stuck out to me and you both he said there's no feeling like finishing a book and i'm proud of this one and i'm proud of you l beasley i am proud of you lauren my sissy my bestie if you didn't know you gonna know right now boo everybody (laughs) out there my sis is an authoress i always make fun of her when i say authoress like my own girlfriends but seriously (laughs) <laughs> you are an author, sis, an authoress. You wrote your own book exactly a year ago to this day. It's November 20th. Yes. <laughs> 2020. And you wrote it on November 19th, 2020. You didn't even know today was your anniversary. Yeah, no, it just happened to be, I knew it was coming up because I knew I released it in 2019, like right before Thanksgiving. So I was like, okay, right. it should be coming up. I should go look <laughs> and see what the date was. So I just went back, you know, on my IG and scroll and I saw my the first post about it. And I was like, it's today, November 20th. So even legit, before I got on this uh, podcast with you, I was writing out my caption. <laughs> like, Girl. Uh, okay, like I gotta, I gotta get my thoughts together. I'm still honestly feeling the emotions of it now because it's still a surreal feeling to, to be an author or authoress, as you just said. Yes. <laughs> um, and to have a book out and then to have it be a book about something that's, you know, personal for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense of me and my, my virginity and Woo, my, stop it right there y'all virginity uh-oh. we didn't even say the name of the book yet but you see where it's getting it's getting juicy her and her virginity my sis she doesn't mind that I tell you her age she's 27 and she's still a virgin to this day so mm-hmm. she wrote this book last year when she was 26 the mm-hmm. name of the book is the hidden perspective of a virgin Yes, we do. Exist. Yes, we do exist. Yes, yes, we do exist. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Lord, let me just ask you that because when you posted it and put it out there, what was the reaction that you got from people mm-hmm. after they saw that you wrote this book and then the title of the book too? <laughs> uh, some people were just laughing because they were just like, you know, oh, you write books now? Like that was like hard of it. Just like, oh, what, what, huh? That's what we <laughs> yeah. own, fam? 
Because um, only a few people knew with you being, and by few, I mean like three people knew the person who helped me self-publish it. Big shout out to Tyra Selden and um, who helped me to self-publish my book. Um, my mom, who's the one who encouraged me to write it. And then you, who were really, other than my publisher, was the only one, I mean, I'm sorry, not publisher, editor, was the only one to read, uh, like, I think, like one of the first drafts of it. So yeah. nobody really knew. So first it was the shock of just, oh, you're writing books now. Um, and then after that, it was these questions of, you know, why, how? um you know when what what's behind this well why are you still and for one I was like go buy the book and find out that's the point of the book um but at the same time but at the same time it was more so just you know what what caused me to open up and again I have to credit my mom she was the one who always encouraged me to be vulnerable to share part of my story even if it wasn't this part but just start to write down and share parts of my story and this is just the one I happen to one it's end up happening to tell but for me it was more about I guess you can say I felt like when it was shit when I did share it with people whether I you know it was within our group whether it was among family there always seemed to be this unrealistic almost kind of guess you could say like robotic mindset or sentiment about those who are still virgins and everything that kind of comes with that label they tend to Mm. people tend to put us all in the same group and while this wasn't a book to encourage anybody to be a virgin to become a born again virgin it was really just sharing my journey and how I got to that place and why I'm still one today because you'll understand even at a year from you know writing and publishing the book you'll understand why even now a year later I'm still one part of that's 2020 but that's a whole nother conversation um and the- <laughs> they share them goods that are a pandemic <laughs> but the other part is just really wanting to, to open up people's mindsets and hopefully um impacting others in a positive way so whoever reads it obviously I hope you enjoy the re- reading it but at the same time you take something away from it so is this your first interview, quote unquote, um, about your book? I would say so, yes, because I, I haven't done an interview. So, since I am exclusive, what is one misconception, without giving away too much, because we want them <laughs> to read your book, but what is one misconception that people have about you on why you are a virgin at 27? I'll, I'll give you two. I'll be generous. Okay. I'll, I'll give you two. Ooh, I'm um, exclusive. <laughs> the first one, and I dive deeper into this into, into in the book, but the first one is always religion um which is which is natural most people automatically assume because i am a christian i mean you know i wear a cross around my neck that my mom gave me when i was three all day every day never comes mm-hmm. off my neck so um a lot of people just assume it's a religious reason waiting until marriage and etc and that is not the reason and i go into why in the book and i would say the next biggest misconception especially i would say in the last five to seven years is that i am gay um mm. and that always sends an interesting conversation it's never anything that i am you know irritated by appalled by or anything like that because there's nothing wrong with being gay (laughs) um but no that's not the reason but it's always interesting how some people will go there um just for very different reasons for some it's an appearance thing for some it's well why you must be if you haven't because why wouldn't you at this point just want to know so there are always these just different expectations and ideas that come with the label and then I'm always like actually it's probably way deeper than you will ever imagine about why I still am and then as I got older my viewpoint more so changed um and evolved into more so I would say an adult a a mature adult reason as to why I still haven't had it but it's not anything that I'm like I can't say I'm saving myself for um or anything like that it's just more so in the sense of no I just know I think I'll know when the time is right and I go into the book and when I think that that may be but at the same time I can't call it (laughs) it's okay stay pure 
honey. Stay, stay pure. pure. <laughs> I can't promise I'm gonna stay pure forever because I mean, no, I, I mean you're grown. You know, but I'm interested to see how long it goes. To be honest, I mean we joke about this, Danny, but I'm interested to see how long it'll go. I mean, I'm almost thirty, so you gotta get get the loving sometime. All right. Okay. No, we'll see no no but I you know I'm joking and playing around but I always tell you how you know proud I am and how many people you know even older than you look up to you and still having that v-card like there's nothing wrong with you being pure even though you're not so-called trying to be that but you are so that is definitely special especially <laughs> in today's society so it's something to be proud of so I'm proud of you and your book can't wait to uh, see what else you have up your sleeve but um, people really need to read this book so let them know girl where they can go to purchase your book yes the book is uh, actually available to purchase on amazon.com um, but you are more than welcome to also just go straight to lbsley.net um, and buy it there and it's available in paperback format or ebook so Whatever you desire, whatever is best for you to read, both are available. So again, to those who have purchased the book since it was published last year, thank you so much for your incredible support. I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have enjoyed taking or uh, reading a part of my journey. Um, and like I said, if you're interested, I appreciate any support. I hope you enjoy it. Please send me feedback. Like I said, I always love to hear from people who have read the book, but I'm just forever grateful. Yes, I'm grateful too. Cause my sister is happy. I could tell when I uh when we got on this call today for the podcast, she was smiling. I'm like, girl, what you smiling about? And because she had posted and the yeah. comments that she received for her book. So yeah. still riding a little high. Like I said, I can't believe I, I forgot that today was the one year anniversary. Yeah, because you know, as soon as I uh, get on Instagram, I'm gonna like it, we post it and everything. Cause that's, just, <laughs> that's what we do for each other. It okay. is. <laughs> Oh, uh, and you know, we definitely, I appreciate you and our friendship. We share so many different things. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that we share in our friendship is watching movies and series and documentaries. And <laughs> like I said, in episode one, uh, you, me, your mom and your godmom, we did a call mm -hmm every saturday night during this quarantine saturday or sunday or whatever and we would mm -hmm. watch a different movie documentary listen to a podcast or whatever and it would be like our uh, book club on video every week so we would talk about shows and stuff like that so we haven't done that in a while because life kind of got back to normal when everybody started you know getting back to work and all of that type of stuff so anyway mm -hmm. Let's talk about what we've been watching lately. <laughs> the biggest one, because a lot of people are talking about this one, the Fresh Prince freaking oh. reunion, man. Cry me a river. I cried literally three times. Mm -hmm. Three times, same here. Cried the hardest on the James Avery part. Teared up again when it got to Janet and Will in their Ooh. moment and that whole, and then just couldn't help it. Waterworks started up again, like right at the end as they just were showing us those final moments and reminiscing like hardcore at the very end. It was the entire show reminiscing, but that ending hits you because it's just that beautiful montage of so many things from that time to them talking now. And it just, it cued the waterworks. Like they got to put a, they got to put a warning label at the beginning before, like right after the HBO Max like logo comes Girl. in, you got to put like a, a warning, like, you know, prepare, have tissue, prepare, <laughs> have a towel, prepare. I don't know how everybody cry, but have something prepared. Cause I was over here like wiping my face and I'm just like, oh my God, like y'all didn't say it was going to be this emotional. Like, yes. Oh, it is funny that you say that, Laura, because I was looking at Instagram and Will Smith posted that. He was like, my bad, y'all. I should have told y'all y'all would be crying. Yeah, Will. 
Yeah. You would have thought that that was like our, our true family. I mean, but it was so iconic in every way we grew up with it. I was just looking at the day that they, that the show first aired September 10th, 1990. Lauren, mm-hmm. I was born on September 9th, 1990. So me and Fresh Prince were born <laughs> at the same time. So I'm like this show, like I feel super connected to, it. I grew up with the yeah. show. We all did. Yeah. And yeah, it just means so much to us. And I think the most, you know, like you said, of course, RIP Uncle Phil, that moment yeah. was probably the most, you know, heartbreaking or, or just emotional moment. But mm-hmm. that Janet Hubert, the original Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv, OG. Aunt Viv, and he's letting Janet, you know, well, I won't say letting, but he invited her on to tell her part. She yeah. went through a lot of things. So y'all definitely got to check it out. Um, it, It's it's good. Job well done. If I would do a reunion, I would do it similar to, you know, how they did it. They yeah. they did a great job. Shout out to them. Amazing. If you haven't seen it, I'm with Danny. Please, please take the time to go watch, watch it. And then we can kind of quickly uh, go down a list of other things that we're watching. Oh, Jingle Jangle. I watched that. You haven't watched it yet, right? I haven't watched it yet. Um, originally, I was going to uh, watch it with my mom, but we uh, still are going to watch it together. We're just going to do it a little differently um, with us being in separate states right now. But Jingle Jangle, I, that's probably going to be the next thing I watch because I am excited. See, I love that entire cast. Don't get me started on Anika Noni Rose, one of my favorite actresses. Who Beautiful not voice. Oh, love, love her. Love Forrest Whitaker, Felicia Rashad, so many more in that movie. So I am excited. And you got me more excited because you saw it and you just spoke so highly. You know, you and your mom always get on me for watching things like right away. Yeah, Um, leaving us in the dust. But a big reason why I do, and you know why, is because I don't like spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah. On on social media. Why do y'all do that? If if you want it on people, why do you do that? Like... But I understand it, that's just the way the world works now. It's like you watch something and you want to talk about it on social media. So I just like to get in front of it, you know, before yeah. I see the spoilers on this. So I'm like, let me watch it where everybody else watches it right yeah. away. But I did watch Jingle Jangle. I know I'm going to watch it again because for me, and a lot of people, I saw comments, people were saying that it became an instant holiday classic mm. for everyone. It's But for us, us black folks it was extra special um because we saw us in this whimsical magical way for christmas you know we usually see our typical family movies like the this christmas and all that but this time we saw the magic and the little girls dancing and singing and just just all of that holiday cheer that you want in one movie i sound like i'm getting paid for this movie but (laughs) you need to watch it It, that's how good it was. i watched it with my mommy if i had some kids we'd definitely be watching it together so well, like you said, now that'll be the tradition. That's the amazing thing. You and your future children, this will be one of those movies along with, like you said, some of our favorite classics that we grew up on that you'll show them, but you'll be able to show them a specific movie from your generation. Like, yeah, this is a movie I want you to see. And they're going to, I'm pretty sure they'll enjoy it just like you did. So um, you got me excited to watch it. You got my mom excited to watch it. Yeah. You got people probably listening right now excited to watch it who didn't even watch think twice. It. That little girl is so adorable too. I know, you know, I love babies and kids, little girl. Yeah, I think is. her name is Madeline. She, oh, freaking adorable. Um, <laughs> But yes, watch the movie, support Jingle Jangle, support our own. So, you know, we got deep in total into those two movies, but what about you? What you got on your list? Oh, I'm always good with laughter. So I'm excited to see Kevin Hart's new stand-up comedy or, or, or new stand-up, I should just say. Um, with, I think he did it in his house. It's mm. going to be on Netflix. So I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to see that. Kevin Hart never really disappoints, especially when he's, <laughs> when he's doing stand-up of all things. Um, so I'm excited to see what he's going to bring 
to the table there. Um, and then I'm also excited to see the other Netflix original uh, trial for. Um, I think that's going to be another one. I'm pretty sure it's going to pull some emotions out of me because it's about the 1993 killing uh, of the Boston cop. Um, mm-hmm. And Sean, I think his name is Sean K. Ellis. Um, you know, he was basically showing how he fights to prove his innocence because yep. he was wrongfully accused and convicted. And it's obviously going to be highlighting Boston police corruption um, and their systematic racism. So while I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard to watch in some ways, um, at the same time, I'm all about educating myself as much as I possibly can because knowledge is power. Um, so for me, I'm, oh, yeah. so I'm excited to watch Trial uh, for Limited Series. <clears throat> and you know I started watching it already. I know you did. That's why I'm looking at you already. Like, they can't see me, but I'm looking at you sideways. I already know. Like, I'm looking at you like, yeah, as I'm talking, she already started it. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> So most of these, well, hell, all of these, I'm already watching except for the Kevin Hart joint, but I've been watching The Crown on Netflix. Okay. I've heard good things. Family. I hadn't, I didn't know that it existed yeah. <laughs> until the, like last week, but I started watching it. It's about the royal family. I haven't gotten to the part yet about Princess Diana. Cannot wait to get to the part. That's the um, current season, which I think is season four. So right now I'm only on season one with Queen Elizabeth. It's just uh-huh. so good. If you love history, like, you know, mm-hmm. I love history and who doesn't love royalty type stuff and, and all day <laughs> drama. They aren't perfect. <laughs> Lauren knows I love Grey's Anatomy. It came out, what, 2005? So 15 seasons. I binged 15 seasons in like, what, a half a year or something like that? Yeah, you, you binged pretty fast. And I mean, it, it, became, it became your life for a while. I mean, at one point, you were just like, it was gym, work, binge Grey's Anatomy the rest of the night. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't even want to go out. Danny, let's let's go out. No, I'm just going to stay on my couch and watch Grey's Anatomy till four o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. big ass glass of wine. Big ass. And <laughs> <laughs> I cried and laughed so much at Grey's Anatomy. But anyway, they're back now with season 17. Mm-hmm. It's so much stuff is going on with the season. People are wondering if this is going to be the last or whatever. So, you know, we don't know yet, but Grey's Anatomy is definitely back and I'm happy about that. I've also <laughs> been watching uh, Station 19, which is their spinoff that comes on before it. Mm-hmm. And Lauren, I don't think you're watching this one, For Life, that comes on ABC. Oh yeah, For Life, yeah. No, another ph- phenomenal show. The shout out to 50 Cent and their entire team. So good. It's so good to me. So that comes on ABC and then you can also watch it on Hulu. So I've been watching that because it's back. It comes on every Wednesday night. So I'm like, oh my goodness, TV is back. Because, you know, for a minute, sometimes in the summertime, things can get kind of like, where are the show's at? So they're slowly coming back now. So yeah, for sure. hey, <laughs> <laughs> back to binging. Perfect time. It's cold outside. Grab your wine. Your <laughs> well, no, ain't no boo because ain't nobody doing all that during this pandemic. But yeah, so there you go. That's that's um, a look into our friendship. We love watching everything, literally yeah. everything. And, everything. Uh, and we talk about it. Yeah. You know, Lauren, we already kind of teased it at the beginning, but here we are now. Danny D's Nameless Freaking Podcast is still nameless because I kind of started this podcast just on a whim. I have, as you can tell, no direction. I talk about whatever, talk about daily life, and uh, it, it, it's literally a dose of Danny D. So Lauren, when she was listening to episode one, you were like, hmm, I'm getting a feel for what you should name this. So Lauren actually has names. I don't. I'm the creator of the show. Don't even have a name for it. <laughs> Uh, one of them you just said, um, I love A Dose of Danny D. Um, that was one of my favorite ones um, that I've written down so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Danny D, Real and Relevant, because I do feel like you 100% are all the time, but so is the show. 
a little of this and a little of that with Danny D was another one I liked because huh? again you get a little bit of everything get a little dish get a little of that yeah. um and I have to say I'm just learning as I go with Danny D was another one um that I really liked um out of this list if I would say 10-15 names because <laughs> I am growing because I done been through some ish so I'm definitely learning <laughs> and growing boo hey we all are we all are hey we that's all we are here to do right mm-hmm. learn grow learn, learn grow, grow give and, and and all of that yeah love learn teach is my motto absolutely (laughs) well lauren thank you for those names and actually (laughs) we're gonna have uh uh, the listeners and our supporters and friends out there pick the name uh i'm not gonna say i'm leaving it all in y'all hands but (laughs) i definitely want your opinion so we gonna do a way where you can vote uh for the name but lauren and i both are leaning toward the first one a dose of dano Dana. I don't even know my name. Say, I, was about to say, I don't know who that is. Wait, like, what? what the hell is Dana? Um, a dose of Danny D. <laughs> Girl, but it ain't mine. So a dose of Daddy D. So three D's. Three D's. Three D's. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I like that name. So yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do with that. So thank you again, L Beasley. And then quickly, oh. like I said, today is Friday, November 20th, right? So we're mm-hmm. gonna get a few more days until Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is on thursday and mm-hmm. i don't know about you but illinois they basically telling us stay our butts in the house okay oh yeah. uh, it, it's an advisory it's not a an order but it's an yeah. advisory to only go out for essential things restaurants um indoor have been you know shut down all that type of stuff so anyway they're telling us not to do anything for thanksgiving mm-hmm. they're telling us not to go to anybody else's house they're telling us to only have thanksgiving you know with the um immediate family members that we're living with so right. there's that so lauren you're an indy mm-hmm. and your fam is in detroit yeah yeah Mom, mom's is in detroit um as is a good amount of my immediate family um and originally i was planning on going home to go see my mom we've never spent a thanksgiving apart since i've been born <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, right. um, but with everything going on to your point it is not as strict right now um but for me it's no different than what it was when we were since really the pandemic started for me it's only going out for the essentials and my mom is the same way in detroit um and their cases throughout the state of michigan have been horrible um so me and her just kind of came together and as much as we hate that we're not going to be able to see each other in person we just decided we rather be safe than sorry. Um, as much as we want to see each other, we don't want to risk, you know, any exposure um, on any of our parts. And we just rather, like we said, be safe than sorry. Our biggest thing is we rather be safe this year instead of having to worry about not seeing each other next year because of something happening, if that makes sense. So we're really just going to enjoy it, but we are excited to try a new thing. We're going to try to do a virtual Thanksgiving. So we're still going to, you know, eat with each other and you know do our zoom calls just like we used to do you know we did our little girl chats and everything like that so we'll hop on a call we might even watch jingle jangle together but we'll just keep each other on zoom so that way we can actually feel the experience so it'll be different but it's an opportunity for us to create new memories to possibly create a different kind of tradition even if it's just for one year and then we'll see what happens uh, around christmas time but the biggest thing is we just want to do our part to not only protect ourselves but protect others as well and that just means at this point like you said just being better safe than sorry, going out for the essentials, limiting who you're seeing and whatnot. And of course, masking up and continue to do what you always should be doing, which is being clean. 
Okay, that's good. <laughs> kind of bothers me that people didn't know how to be clean. A lot of people don't know how to do that, apparently. But, you know. wash, wash your damn hands. Wash your um, hands and wear a damn mask. It's not hard. <laughs> seriously, it's super important. For me, it's only a few of us anyway, and we usually go to my aunt's house. We're still debating if we should go to my aunt's house or not, even though it's only four of us. So that's still kind of up in the air. Nobody really does anything. Um, everybody is safe. Everybody stays in the house and all of that. So um, we think that we'll be safe, but we're kind of like you and your mom. We're like, we don't know if we want to risk that yet. Okay. Yeah, definitely um, following the rules of that. Yeah, better safe than sorry. As long as, you know, no matter what, like you said, it'll be an enjoyable Thanksgiving different, but it can still be enjoyable. Like we said, just time. this is the time more than ever to be thankful for, for who we have and, and mm. what we have. Like I said, I'm alive and healthy and so is my mother. And that's the best gift that I am constantly given every single day that she and I wake up. So, and that extends to you and to everybody else who I consider to be family. So as long as everybody else is good around me and I'm healthy and alive, I can't complain. And hopefully everybody will see that and, ex and try to think about that as they're making their Thanksgiving plans. Oh, sissy. This is why you're my sis. You see, <laughs> I, I got me a smart, grounded circle. So yes, I am thankful for you as well, L. Beasley, and just health and just being here doing these crazy times, no matter what mess is going on, just thankful regardless. Thank God for it all. So L. Beasley, you posted something today about your book, one year anniversary. We're celebrating mm -hmm. that. So everybody, make sure you follow my girl and hit like. <laughs> okay and comment because i said so show my girls some love so how can they follow you on social media instagram uh, yeah, yeah uh, instagram mainly um so you guys can follow me on instagram at lbeasley93 and then like i said if anybody's interested in purchasing the book please go to lbeasley.net lbeasley that's l-b-e-a-s-l-e-y.net and i said appreciate anybody who reads it and appreciate the follow if you choose to hit the button on ig no doubt. And make sure you follow me, Danny D on air, D-A-N-I-D on air. That's all social media. I'm mainly on Instagram as well. L. Beasley, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, sissy. I said, can't, can't thank you enough. I was so happy to be a guest on your podcast. So thank you for Girl, having me. You family, you ain't even a guest. It, it, this is home. The podcast, my home is your home. The podcast is your home. Hell. <laughs> You my girl, Danny D. You my girl, L. Beasley. Love ya. Mwah.